So, hello and welcome to this homebound episode of the podcast that's not really its own episode uh, because uh, I've got the wonderful Charlotte McAvoy hello! again. Um, and we both have notes, which we didn't have last time. And that's important because I think what we, the, when we sat down before, uh, there wasn't the, there wasn't any purpose or intent other than just to record for a block and have a good time and, uh, have fun. And it doesn't that feel like a lifetime ago. Do you remember when that was a thing that was available? Um, I, there's a wave of content that's out now that's specifically talking about the time it's being made. And my fear is, is that will age all of that will age all of the content hideously. <laughs> and so we'll just refer to the thing that's happened in the outside world that's affected what we can do very loosely. Um, but what's been really good about that time, uh, in which I haven't made, oh, that's not true. But in which I haven't made any aim low stuff like this is the chance to reflect on the work as a as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also had some reflection on the specific stuff we did together. Mm-hmm. And I think we wanted to. Hey, I'm speaking for both of us, so feel free to just cut me off. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm not talking for both of us. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I really wanted to continue that conversation because uh, in re-listening to the last conversation we had, so many different feelings came up that I really wanted to talk about again um, that I thought were really valuable and if not more valuable than some of the stuff that was talked about at the time, as well as kind of wanting to explore some big picture stuff. So I think I've already said that we both had notes Um, and you sent me your notes, which was amazing. I didn't send you my notes. Maybe I should have done that. (laughs) But to talk to you about them now, my notes are very big picture stuff that I want to elaborate on and um, be really clear about, which is cool. Um, And your notes were really specific, which was great. (laughs) Okay. So, my vote as to how we lay this out is we maybe tag team note topics. Yeah. In a very structured way, and we can kind of go back and forth and continue to have that dialogue. Okay. Let's give that a go. So, if I may, team big picture. <laughs> could I go first with a thing? Of course. Awesome. So, firstly, I totally loved the conversation we had. It was really great. And for me, it was great for a number of reasons. Uh, you mean which conversation? The hour block which we sat down and spoke for. The podcast that we did last time. So when I say the conversation, yeah, I mean the whole the whole okay. thing. Um, because from when viewing it as a whole... Firstly, thank you for sitting down and doing it. <laughs> uh, and and secondly, I really like 
lots of the things we touched on were much bigger and much uh, were weightier topics than I thought we would cover. Mm-hmm. I mean? and, I, and I felt like there was immense value to that. Um, and, uh, and one of the things that was interesting when, I, when we went back <laughs> was... Um, what's the right way around this? Hmm. So, the so the note I've got to kick us off is that um, when I went back and listened, I think that was the first time I'd listened kind of as a viewer, yeah. and I think that was really key in that process. And I've done that with a number of episodes now. Um, but obviously that was the first one in particular because it was the most recent and because of conversations we'd have. Um, and something that I thought was really funny was how listening it as a viewer uh, changed how I felt about some of the stuff that was said. Yeah. And that was, I felt like that was really good. Um, and I was like, like for me, for, like, so that the, the this format kind of really serves two purposes for me. So I'm going to be selfish. Like (laughs) the two purposes for me are both like, um, they're great creative expressions, but also um, (laughs) in a world in which there's not a lot of time, a lot of just for talking. Yeah. um, That talking is really valuable. Um, And I mean that both in the sense of, being able to completely stupidly screw around and talk about dumb news stories and being able to have slightly weightier conversations about stuff that's going on um, and having that freedom, if that makes sense. What I was most struck by was how the editing process, because obviously not only was I present for the recording, but then I had to sit down and edit it. I was struck by how different that process is than listening to it as a viewer. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense. Um, in a way that I kind of felt blindsided by, because I would have thought in doing this for seven years that I would have already had that realization once I had it. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't. And bear in mind that I'm an idiot. So this is all from that perspective. I think I said that at the time as well. I say it normally once, at least once, but I will say it twice. I'm an idiot. So you can take that for what you want. Uh, but in honestly explaining my experience, that was the biggest jump was going like, oh, there's there's a different switch, if you like, from listening to it and, as an editor and listening to it as a viewer. Yeah. Um, and the biggest blind size for that for me was like listening to it as an editor, the voice I'm always trying to shut down is the voice that's like, Oh, this bit of hair that I can see kind of poking off looks really weird. Like, don't don't worry about that. Uh, your nose is big. I look kind of pink in this light. Like, it's all superficial stuff. But now that I've put out there, oh, like my voice sounds dumb because also you know it's listening to it through like a proper. So like my voice sounds dumb. Uh, how many times are you gonna say uh and um? Yeah. Over like one sentence, like all of that stuff kind of has to get squashed down um, to get through it. Yeah. And I think. Um, or the the best example, which I'm sure we'll come to, is like, oh, 
you said that intending it to be a joke and before you even get to what that joke was nobody laughed like a dumb thing that you said intending to be like levity uh, and it's less more with one person that happens normally when there's a group and then that silence is deafening <laughs> uh but then there's always the thing of like as well i'm sure we'll come into this too is like i've had the situation where like a totally um a uh a completely non-charged joke yeah that gets silence i run into this huge like um existential crisis of well when people are thinking i tend to cut that silence just because who you know uh who needs to listen to that silence of somebody thinking about what they're going to say next yeah. when a joke doesn't land a lot of the time i'm like well do i cut that silence well that seems inauthentic to what happened because i don't care if people know i'm not funny i could live with that that's fine i'm not uh so like what's the most authentic version of that when that's edited if that makes sense um and so yeah and so then not having that and listening to it as a viewer was a totally different experience and it would be one of the positive things that's come out of this experience is being able to have that time free <laughs> to just kind of uh explore outside my own head for a while some of the stuff that's there and that's churned up a ton of things uh but obviously specifically with you i'd like to get into stuff that was specific with that one episode yeah and that seems like a good point to hand back off <laughs> any questions about that does that uh yeah, yeah, make fine. sense yeah yeah um and like you say about seeing things in different kind of in different ways it's the same so like i hate watching myself on camera so if i've done a movie or something um because i watch it and like you say i just look at myself and i just go why have you done that why have you made that choice i can't see it what in with it's hard to see overall picture as a viewer because it's it's like a piece of and it's, it's work it's something that you've made and that you want to make the best of and sometimes it's difficult to see the whole overall picture yourself to begin with um and then sometimes you do need other people to come in and say actually brothers or have you noticed that you've this um to kind of take you out of it and to give you that like you say that space to look at it as the um and i think as well something and yeah it's like you say like it's so in the moment that things just happen and then you move over them and, and I think what what comes to mind when you say that is the person who does that on set when you're making a creative decision is a director. Like that's that's their whole job. Yeah. yeah. And that's not something you have in this setting. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but in the interest of providing further context. Hmm. So, so what I did is I when I was watching it back, I there were a couple of things that were said in it that kind of raised a flag. Oh, my God, this is dreadful. 
but just kind of in my brain, I was like, oh, that's not, does Don realise what that means? And that that's not necessarily, this isn't necessarily the place for that, and that that's not necessarily funny. And that makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Um, and it was specifically the kind of jokes about assuming gender and the kind of using me too as a synonym for about. And it made me think about language that we use and how phrases and words get put into the kind of everyday vocabulary and then they get so far abstracted from what they actually mean that they do get used in the wrong sense and I think that's what happened in the in, when watching it for me I think that's what happened in the podcast. yeah and that's yeah that's the concern isn't it is that like um is that like everything that was said was said in good faith and with good intent, but listening as a viewer that might not understand, or not even might not understand, that's not the right way to put it, but yeah, it like the, a, a clumsy use of language could have further reaching consequences than what was intended. Yeah. And to try and not even use those words and phrases in the first place. Don't yeah, you? oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and okay. no, no, totally. And I think um, that dovetails really nicely into another big picture thing, which is like what I found really interesting in, in that not even in those specifics, um, or of course in those specifics as well, but in some of the topics we talked about, like thoughts and feelings that were articulated, I feel completely different about now. <laughs> And I remember feeling completely different about when editing it, just from having that space to have the conversation. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, part of the reason that I want to have conversations like that is to grow and is to kind of build up a bigger and more informed understanding. Mm -hmm. um, so... Yeah, so in in no way is it all like uh see the tricky thing is, is as soon as we're talking about being clumsy with language. <laughs> I get clumsy with language. I immediately don't want to be clumsy with language. Uh however, <laughs> like it, it it's it wasn't intended as like a soapboxing. It wasn't kind of like, okay, this is the thing where I'm gonna put a stake in the ground and be like this is my opinion either get on board i think at one point we talked about the is it the steve crowder guy who does the change my mind where he just puts up a sign with an opinion he knows will annoy people probably to in order to generate a conversation do you know the guy i mean i know i don't think we talked about it but i do know what you mean oh okay then yeah 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 well him that, that's fine <laughs> um yeah it, it, it it's not necessarily intended to inform or to educate but i think this bit does kind of have that value because actually it's furthering that discussion um and like you said if we were to have that discussion now 
not only would I feel completely differently, therefore I'd articulate it differently. I would also choose to be far less clumsy with some of the language that's used. And um, I would also be more ready and more comfortable to kind of call it out moment so that it to That's talk cool. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And um, like as as much as, I, you know, I don't have negative feelings that this didn't happen, but I would totally feel like I personally wouldn't feel attacked. Well, I don't feel attacked in you calling that out. Do you see what I mean? I think that's really important because um, because I, I don't think it's, it, it's not that necessarily because um, the thing I noticed from listening to it as a whole, again, jumping back big picture, was it wasn't necessarily any one incident, but I think everything compiled together ended up having this air <laughs> that I don't remember being in the room at the time. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And I think it is that thing of like, um, that piece of context is quite hard to translate. Um and wanting to call it out in hindsight, I think it's totally right that we should do that, even though we stopped recording at a certain point four months ago or whatever it was. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't think, I equally don't think that there's like a time limit on these things to be like, oh, actually, no, I feel differently about it now. Could we talk about that? Yeah. Does that make sense? Because one of the options when we were talking about it was just like, oh, well, um, Part of me was like, oh, well, I'll just go through it and I can just rip out anything that's problematic. Yeah. But there was kind of two problems with that. One, that felt just as um, phony to me as like cutting out a joke that didn't get a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that felt just as like um, almost as like an admission of guilt without actually having to be guilty for anything. Oh, like, yeah, totally. Like, there, you know, if um, uh, if someone was to come up with me and say, I had a specific problem with this thing you said, you know, regardless of, like, the moral ethics of whether, of kind of who's right and who's wrong, I would feel bad for affecting someone else's feelings. And their feelings are justified, you know. Um, and I would absolutely use their... Uh, feeling and their dialogue to inform how I would behave in the future. Um, and something that would upset me more would be the idea that uh, I'd said, uh, Charlotte, you know, um, I've said this thing and it really offends you and you don't say anything. And I continue <laughs> to behave like that. And you just go off with like a deep sadness. <laughs> um, you know, because yeah. and equally, I could have meant something to offend you i hope you know that i would i wouldn't mm -hmm. but if i had i think it's probably worthwhile you knowing i'm a dick and also informing your own decisions yeah <laughs> um because yeah because i think we're, we're flawed and being clumsy with language is far easier than i would probably like to think it is <laughs> um yeah specific i mean when you said like um I mean, there's always that thing. I know it's called that, and I think it's often used as an excuse. Um, and it kind of bugs me, but, like, um, when you'd sent me your list, and one of the things was using me to 
as a verb. <laughs> when it when all of a sudden it was in that context, I immediately understood much more where that was coming from. Yeah. You know, and it didn't it, it doesn't magically change my original intent. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't magically mean that when something like that is said, it's meant for offense or even like it's meant to make a point. Mm. Um but having that extra step to unpack it is really valuable because it totally informs how you go about talking about things moving forward. Um, I, I think the conversation we had about gender and the representations of gender in media and how we feel as two performers of different genders in that space was really valuable. And my opinion has evolved and changed from what it was through understanding your experience and through yeah. understanding where the overlaps are. Um, and like, to me, I, th I felt like it's much, I feel like um, I'm, I'm prepared to look silly and to have my ignorance identified mm -hmm. <laughs> publicly <laughs> <laughs> because that growth I think is so important. Um, and and I, I do kind of wish that there was the space after every episode, no matter how stupid, to sit down and have this discussion. Yeah, like a post-show. Uh, totally. And many, many places do do that. Um, but I, I do kind of worry that it's the snake eating its own tail. I mean, I'd love to have you every week and we could just go over what was said the previous week uh, yeah. until we eventually, uh, I don't know, we transcend, I, and we know yeah. you know, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but the flip side of that is, as this wasn't, you know, we weren't, uh, we've had podcasts where we just talked about Superman for an hour, you know, that doesn't necessarily need a post show, <laughs> but, but given we talked about topics that do, and given that we're in a very lucky position to have the time at the moment to have this extended period of reflection, then like, yeah, th let's do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? This isn't an incidence of the snake eating its own tail. There's continued value in that. Um, and there's continued education and there's continued learning. Like no one is born knowing everything and being right about everything. You have an opinion, live with it. You learn more things. You can change your opinion. That doesn't make you and that just means that you're learning hmm. learn things and if you you totally cut out there so start your sentence oh, no. again. <laughs> i was <laughs> saying something really eloquent as well i know you were i could see it in your hand movement in the lip <laughs> position and i was like oh god how long do i let her speak until but hey sorry um i said um <laughs> that you are allowed like no one is born knowing all the right answers right about it um that you're allowed to change your opinion if you learn something new that informs it that doesn't make you a hypocrite you don't have to have an exact opinion about everything or your way through life um you're allowed to learn things and you're allowed to educate yourself and you're allowed to educate others and you're allowed to kind of build on things and and i think that's what this is doing which is what i wanted when i when i first kind of messaged you about it um 
because I was really nervous about it because I was like, um, am I being too sensitive? Um, like, am I just being really silly about it? That that's another important thing to note. Like, this isn't off the back of anybody external coming to us. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was this me. is literally just like me and you having this discussion. Yeah, which I think is also great. It's not that we like. I totally welcome any outside criticism and influence on anything. Do you know what I mean? From the language to the color of my walls, <laughs> like that's fine. Some is easier to change than others, but but yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, like you say, it, it very, it's been very tricky for us to get an objective view because we can't, both being there and, and what have you. But so, yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I, I was worried that, oh my God, am I being like too sensitive? Am I being really silly? Like, uh, um, but I was like, no, I'm going to do it anyway. And like you said, you literally said to me, I'd rather you say that you were upset with something rather than just carry on in silence. Because then I, feel like I can't talk to you and then you don't learn anything <laughs> like in reaction to it. You know what I mean? Completely. I will I will continue <laughs> to be even more of an idiot than <laughs> yeah. Um so when and this is the thing like when people are friends with someone, you should be able to say to your friend, I don't really agree with what you said and this is why XYZ um that's a sign of like a healthy friendship be able to have these conversations with people whereas if you'd have just said no you're being silly i'm not changing it then i'd have been like well as was my right i'd like to add but i'm just so nice that <laughs> <laughs> um this is all just a stitch up i'm gonna be like no nope. yeah um then i i would have tried to explain to you and then if you and like no whatever and i would have been like well i don't feel comfortable bye and i would have lost a friend you would have lost friends and none of them would have learned anything and i would totally feel that you were justified to do that in that circumstance <laughs> you know what i mean i i um yeah and and i think actually um i'm veering away from notes here so this is dangerous territory but um, over this extended period of indoorsness, and quarantine, quarantine, and uh, the positive of that being an extended period of self-reflection, mm. I've got to have a number of these conversations privately, um, which I find immensely valuable. Um, and I think, to be honest, I have been kind of frightened to have them publicly um, through the fear of making a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, and I think part, you know, something I was beating myself up about after several reflections of the other episode was actually, like, I think those... Um, the clumsiest uses of language that were intended to be humorous <laughs> uh, came about because, or the thought process I could identify in watching myself do it was we were talking about a topic that was kind of getting slightly heavy and we were trying to kind of navigate our way through it. 
um, and in an effort to kind of keep resetting and bringing us back to kind of a let you know to to kind of fully explore and fully play around I, there i'd kind of feel like i'd need to inject this moment of levity that's kind of vaguely to do with what we're talking about um and could kind of reset i don't know if that's quite the right way to put it but hopefully you're getting some idea what of what um uh and that was a mistake and listening to it as a viewer i'm like you totally you, you idiot doesn't need that do you know what i mean like just let those moments sit <laughs> yeah um, you're allowed to have those moments of seriousness and, and genuine kind of conversation yeah i know you were talking about hypocrisy but like there's this weird i'm, I'm kind of like you know i want to have those bigger conversations in a way that's not too navel gazing because <laughs> you know I think particularly when people try and comment on a situation that doesn't directly affect them. Um, mm -hmm. You know, for example, when we're talking about female representation in media, you know, I can't, I, I'm, I'm not speaking as somebody who is female. So there, there, there's always a leap there from my part. And there's other stuff I can talk about in a more informed manner, but also I, I wouldn't want to, I would potentially try and avoid that in order to, avoid putting that on the other person as well. You know what I mean? Of like, oh, I don't want to make that other person have to make a leap and comment on something that, you know, maybe is just not on their radar for rightly or wrongly. Um, so yeah, so that's how I felt listening back was like, you can just let those moments sit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's okay. And I think actually, you know, just as much as what is said, it's also the kind of the time and the place. <laughs> Uh, and of course, like a, a podcast with friends is a fine space to make jokes. Yeah. Uh, just maybe avoid it when you're in the middle of something meaty. Uh, and I certainly wouldn't consider this a how-to either. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but I, I, I thoroughly see the importance of like identifying that and owning that of being like. That was an action taken then understanding that action even better i would go a different way now yeah um yeah and yeah and also timing of jokes also, well um going back to kind of what you, this wasn't the time to make a joke or whatever i think what again with the language and and that kind of thing what you consider to be a joke as well um, oh yeah totally yeah, yeah, yeah. Not completely pained by this. And that's okay. Like, that's yeah. <laughs> important. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. And, and, and again, I, I'm, I'm not somebody that inherently believes words are bad in and of themselves. Um, but even just deepening the understanding of actually, this is an unintended effect that somebody could have from that. Mm -hmm. um, and completely understanding that. Um, and actually, that is totally in line with um, why I started doing this. Um, and again, we're off notes, but something that came to mind while you were talking about that, you know, like the whole aim low thing yeah. <laughs> has been an experiment in growth. Um, there are videos up on the, U the like, main YouTube channel 
that I can't, I just can't get through. <laughs> I just cannot get through. You know, they are painful to watch. Mm-hmm. All of those normal voices, you know, the nose, whatever, all of that stuff comes up. But they've, it's, um, they're hard. They're very like out there. But to me, it's really important to show that growth, like watching the first thing that was up yeah. and then jumping all the way to the most recent stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, uh, to a certain extent has been fairly nightmarish as an experience to go through and do, but nonetheless evaluate because I'm like, there's that growth, you know what I mean? And it's, and that growth has gone in a ton of different directions and, and, and for me, I'm like, you don't get that growth without taking those first steps. <laughs> um, nothing, nothing is a finished product. Yeah. I think seeing um, the growth that you've gone through to get to that point is just as important as you're at. And, and specifically with the... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> bands. Did you hear that? Or is that just me? Yeah, I heard that. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, I, I can't remember. You take it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your next, the next note? Um, we've kind of covered, I think I've kind of, I mean, was kind of like, I've also talked about like what, um, so I've, you know, the, the process of doing it, uh, which we kind of talked about, the importance of those tough conversations. And also like, what is the podcast for? If you see what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I was a bit worried about this one because I didn't want it to sound like an excuse. I mean, I don't want any of it to sound like an excuse, but specifically this, because in saying, oh, well, it's for entertainment, I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't give you a free pass to do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, you can be entertaining without causing discomfort. Mm. Well, you can be entertaining and cause discomfort, but <laughs> neither of which was our purpose, <laughs> if you see what I mean. So, like, um, we, when we sat down to have, I think I've already kind of gone over this, but when we sat down to have the conversation, at no point did we intend to cause discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, At, at, at no point did we even intend to go into those weightier topics. Um, but because we organically did, and because we had discussions that I think were really important, that's fine. <laughs> and, and, you know, just because the purpose is to entertain, it doesn't mean we can't be truthful um, in what comes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that goes for now as well, you know, at, as an extension of that conversation um that's important and the fact that the purpose is to entertain doesn't necessarily give you um doesn't waive you from any responsibility yeah <laughs> uh would be how i how i'd put it um that's it is there anything left on your notes yeah mine's plan like plans for the future not like the future of the podcast. What are your plans? <laughs> um, I mean, like, what have you learned from this that you're going to apply to the future? 
Like, uh, so, for example, me, I'm very scared of confrontation, and I don't like any form of conflict. But I think from this, I have learned that I'm able to, and I now will, call out this like this in the future that people around me make, and if it makes me uncomfortable, I'll, I feel more able to say, like, actually, have you thought about this a little bit more? Um, rather than just, like, sit back and laugh and just, like, let it happen. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, I, uh, and that's awesome. That makes me so happy <laughs> because, like, <laughs> I'm totally the same. If if a conf- confrontation can be avoided, mm-hmm. um, good. However, I think with this, well, would you feel that it's been a confrontation? No. <laughs> so that it was fear. It was a fear that it could have could been. be. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And I think, I think that holds lots of people back with a ton of stuff. Um, I mean, even doing this, I was like, you know. What's the right way to put this? Like, are you going to be confrontational with me? Uh, are we going to end up? I, you know, when I realized 10 minutes before we started that I didn't share with you my notes, like, <laughs> is there stuff that's going to be an issue? You know, and, and I think actually, um, if you're not approaching it from the position of, I'm doing this for confrontation, <laughs> then in my experience, it fairly rarely explodes into that on its own. Um, and also I, I guess again, similar to what we touched on earlier, that if I had been confrontational, that would have informed your opinion enough of me to make a decision in the future. Yes. (laughs) If you couldn't, if you can't have an adult conversation with someone about these things, that should tell you everything you need to know (laughs) moving forward. Um, so yeah, I think my thing, I, I think I've, I just shouldn't be, I, I mean, I'm caught, I live in this paradox where I am both sharing all the time and constantly afraid to share. Yeah. And, um, for want of a better term, because like, again, when, when I started podcasting, there's no way I would have felt comfortable enough and adult enough to have that kind of conversation with you mm-hmm. that, affected me personally let alone like was great as a thing i felt proud of making (laughs) uh flaws and all (laughs) you know um and in having this conversation i definitely feel like the more i've relaxed into talking to you about it the more i'm successfully articulating all the feelings about it than when i did at the start (laughs) so maybe i'll just cut that out (laughs) But yeah, so I, I, you know, and it seems like most people feel the way we do from conversations I've had with other people. It seems like we kind of actually need that time to talk things through to get that growth. Um, Because I think it's very hard to get change in your own bubble. Um, And everything that's going on at the moment or has been going on I think we're now very aware of what our own bubbles look like mm-hmm. when all the extraneous stuff has been stripped away. Um, 
and I totally want to use this experience, both the podcast we did and what we're recording now and the outside circumstances as a force for positive change than yeah. just dwelling on the negative aspects of that. Yeah. Um, and again, I don't want to speak to both for both of us, but I'm also totally open to further criticisms. That might not be the best thing to just invite <laughs> <laughs> as a blanket, but you know what? Like, that's where the growth is, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. Have those it's conversations. totally true yeah, when you're feedback. in education is feedback, <laughs> feedback, feedback, feedback. Um, and yeah, and I think being... Um, that thing of sharing truthfully and honestly is often all the context you need. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, um, like, as you said before, I, I don't think anything was said in bad faith. Um, however, through, I think maybe being clumsy and a bit guarded even, um, like part of the thing, another part of the thing, even when listening to some of the, slightly dumber stuff was kind of like it, 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 it potentially it was a way of showing that like I wasn't taking it seriously mm. um, in order to avoid being pinned down on anything and actually that's the stuff that's more problematic than just sharing the opinion <laughs> in the first place is in some way insinuating that you're not taking it seriously um so yeah, thank you so much for enabling this to happen. <laughs> uh, thank you. Because I really wanted to continue to talk about it rather than just get rid of the whole thing or try and somehow Frankenstein monster it into something that would please all people forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this would have been far worse were it just me and the camera awkwardly stumbling my way through a piece of reflection yeah <laughs> uh, so I totally appreciate I totally appreciate both putting yourself out there and calling out and all of the above uh-huh. thank you I'm really I really appreciate just your response to it like and being so yeah well, yeah let's talk about it let's let's do this let's do that like I didn't even consider that I, was, I thought it would just be on me and you having this conversation and your idea of having it on the another kind of podcast, I didn't even consider that would be a thing. But and I'm now so glad that we've done it. So yeah, I, I would like to also publicly thank uh, all uh, some other creative friends of mine that I've had to like kind of guinea pig test through <laughs> stuff. So some I kind of sent the episode to and didn't say anything we were feeling. Some I sent the episode to and explained how we were feeling and. Uh, and I totally want to do more of that. So thank you, people who did do that for us. And I'm going to annoy you again because it was really valuable, uh, <laughs> you know, on the whole on the whole feedback thing. Well, it's like a book, isn't it? You wouldn't put a book out without having proofread it first. Yeah, th- there's not a lot of proof. If anyone who follows Aim Low on socials uh, with the spelling and grammatical errors, <laughs> not a lot of proofreading <laughs> goes on. But yeah, thanks. So I do kind of feel like I want to talk to you more. So I'm going to leave that open. But I do feel like it's worth kind of bookending this as its own thing um, okay. that I'm really pleased about. So is there anything else that you kind of want to uh, 
throw out there to have on the table? <laughs> oh, um... To do with this, if you see what I mean. Oh, to do with what we just talked about? Yeah. yeah. Um... I don't want to feel like I'm cutting you off from anything left, sort of unsaid. I... I don't think so. I think... I mean, there's always going to be more to say about it. I can go browse out, but I... <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, just the whole language evolving and meanings being so abstract as we originally mean it from. Um, I think we use a lot of terms in life um, that don't mean what we think they do. So, like, for one example, I, for me, I was like, well, would I want someone to like speak up for me if I knew I found offensive or said somewhere else. So my example went for myself. Um, I've got really quite severe OCD. And when I hear people say, oh, I'm really OCD about that, when they're just like being tidy and neat, it just, oh. <laughs> like, because I, it's weird. It's because I know you don't mean that. But you also, there's other ways to say what you're trying to say without taking something you don't have experience of and turning it into trivial. Um, and I think that was kind of the basis. Is this, am I being too sensitive about this? And the other thing that I thought was, that I was just not for six over was that it would be one thing if we were talking about this conversation we had four years ago, you know what I mean? And I've had that discussion on other podcasts where, oh, yeah, this thing I said right at the start, like five years ago, totally not okay now, and I want to call that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and point out the group, particularly as, uh, uh, as we moved on to other platforms and we had to kind of um, begin to uh, censor specifically curse words and other words, <laughs> what constitutes a curse word... <laughs> has totally shifted in the seven years since we did it. So there was this weird kind of like um, uh, thing that had to be spoken about. And yeah. we spoke about it. This thing happened like weeks. We could define this in weeks. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I would even agree if we had this conversation the week after, we would be like, oh my God, here's all this same shit. <laughs> we need to talk about it. So it's not necessarily, I don't think it's necessarily a time thing um, either. Because uh, there's no kind of, um, there's no limit to how quickly your opinion can change <laughs> on something. I can hear my opinion changing as we're having the conversation. So no wonder a few weeks later, I still feel very differently <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about it. Um, and that was really cool too. And I think there's there's room for more of that discussion. Um, so yeah, thanks for letting me have fun and not having this just be a tinfoil hat rant that I got to have alone <laughs> uh, here. Um, yeah, I, I, I really it. <laughs> Awesome. Well, yeah, so I'm still Don Lepresti, so I think we're going to sign off. You're still Charlotte. McAvoy, the one and only. <laughs> no relation. To James. Yeah. No, certainly the, not. He the is way a, you said James made me think, oh, is there a relation? <laughs> but yeah, yeah so... Cousin um, James. No, yeah. he's a Scottish, he's a Scottish A, McAvoy. Right. Um, and although we're finishing this discussion, 
Um, that doesn't mean anybody else has to. Um, and I, for one, I'm still open to talk about it with anyone who is insane enough to take the time to want to do that. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks very much. Thank you so much.